Hello. Hello, everyone. Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And this is the Dwayne and Jennifer Show. Hey, man. This is where we like to talk about things that uh, are in our lives, under our lives, those things that motivate, those things that guide us. And we've got a hot topic today. Stick yes, around. We We're do. talking about money. All right, Jennifer. Money, 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 money. Money. Let's talk more money. I I remember the old song, like money is a gas bomb, bomb, bomb. Money, no? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So maybe that could be our theme for our theme song for this podcast. So, (laughs) Chloe, if we could kind of get that playing in the background, that'd be awesome. That'd be kind of fun. It would. So, um, uh, the number is... uh, not present in my mind right now, of times that the Bible speaks about money. Yeah. But money and possessions is talked, it's one of the main themes actually throughout scripture. Yeah. It's talked more than faith, more than healing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to be said on the topic of money. Yeah. And I think it can be a little confusing. Yes, it can. And you approach money with your history as the lens by which you view it. Correct. And so that takes a while to understand that your your culture, your religious background, your family structure, your basic worldview that you don't know that I have that I don't know that you have. You know what I mean? Because we all have a lens. That's how we approach the subject of money. Uh, our background massively shapes and forms how we think about money. Yeah. Um, and then how we manage the, our money, handle yeah. our money. I'm just, it's huge. It is huge. And I, and I think a lot of times, um, s- sometimes certain groups need to hear different things. That's my point. And so we have been under the Lord with, you know, he's like got a magnifying glass on us right now, talking on to us topic, about yeah. money, mentality, our understanding, our wrong thinking. Yep. And so we've been going, oh my gosh, this is huge. But someone else, maybe in a different context, he's talking to them about it from a different angle. Correct. And so that's the difficulty of doing a podcast without face-to-face interaction and people going, hey, wait, what do you mean in this situation? And we don't have the luxury of that. So you have to understand as a listener or a viewer, because you want to see us, we are so good looking. Um that we have a perspective and no, I would like to say the perspective, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because it's the Dwayne and Jennifer show. 100%. So what we say is 100% truth. Um, so just bear in mind that we're coming at it from a, a perspective. Well, I think so. Yes. But I think also I would like to talk about kind of the difference where people land on the spectrum when it comes to money. Excellent. So the first mic drop I would like to make Ooh, statement good. Go ahead, go ahead. is that, Money, often your opinion and your view and your uh, your perspective on money actually comes by how you view yourself before God. Yeah. And so let me let me talk that out, flush that out. I'll give an example. I think money is does communicate value, mm-hmm. and and so it can and it often communicates wrong wrong value and what i mean by that is if you're born in a in a family um i'm going to use kind of the the idea of two ditches so if you're born into a family that is either poor 
or really struggling with months to months paying the bills, that living in that world, which is where most of the earth lives today, mm-hmm. because you don't have things, you do not, I think, properly value yourself before God. Because you don't have things, you don't value yourself. I don't, so because what? of your struggle, because you're poor, it really speaks to the value of how I view myself. And often I will not have a proper understanding of myself and the true understanding of myself because of how I, the conclusions I've come to for not having money. Okay. The conclusions you come to for not having money. I thought that was super clear. It, no, it wasn't to me, and I well, know you pretty well. And you're slow as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, that's what I'm no, known but, for. But, like, if I don't have things, it actually speaks then there's an inferiority to me in culture and in society and how I view myself. Okay. Where if I have things, so if I grew up in a family where everything I needed, there's a, a confidence there. Mm-hmm. You grow up with this, um, I have things. Mm-hmm. And, but, but that can also be rooted in actually an arrogance and a mm-hmm. self-sufficiency. Because mm-hmm. to me, those are the two ditches. Okay. And so feeling inferior, mm-hmm. money and the lack of money could possibly have, I think most often, leaves you feeling inferior and less, lesser than. Okay. So Does that make sense? It, yes. So let me, oh my gosh. Let me just give it's you not hard to understand. a quick example of what I think you're talking about. <clears throat> Is that right? I'm waiting. Okay, then. Um, in elementary school, we had a cafeteria at, at, at school. And so you would once a month pay the fee to have school lunch, right? Yeah. So you could bring your lunch or the school provided a lunch, which cost money. If you couldn't afford it, you either got reduced um uh, um it was reduced for you, you know, 50% off, 70% off whatever or free. Right. Okay? Right. So I remember this vividly because we our family was either we got free lunch or we got reduced lunch. Yeah. I remember the color of ticket that for the people that paid full price, it was yellow. To this day, I remember I would open my hand and kind of hand my ticket, which was either blue or purple, depending on how we were doing that year or that month. And I would hand the ticket with my hand closed so no one could tell I didn't have a yellow ticket. So I concluded about myself, we are inferior because we can't afford to pay the full price of the lunch. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, then, bud. Yes, absolutely. Uh huh. And that really forms and shapes you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, in our discussions, even in our church, we're that we're calling that poverty mentality. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. poverty and and the, and the lack of resources, it's it's a, it's really does shape how you think. Yes, it hits your value, and there's shame attached to it. Often, big time, big time. I mean, I had so much shame about being a low-income family. Yep. And then the other ditch is a place of complete arrogance. Yeah. And you don't, again, you don't properly see yourself. Right. To me, that is, you, your, your, your strength is rooted in actually the wrong place. Yeah. I, you know, it's in your possessions and in who you are and your skill set and your family name. Right. And that's not real either. I no. think both of them are wrong. 
Right. Uh, are, 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 it's not the proper perspective to have before God. Definitely not, because the self-sufficient person has no need of God. Yes. And they actually need to recognize, hey, all your possessions actually can go away in a second. Yes. And then where is your identity? So yes. it's what we attach our identity to and our value to. Yes. And so the <clears throat> poverty mentality... You know, let me first, there's a couple things. Um, let me just stay on that for a second. Yeah. Or let's let's do this. I want to do poverty mentality versus pride and arrogancy. Mm-hmm. And those are the two kind <clears> of <throat> ends of the spectrum. And I think for the sake of the conversation, just our goal is to actually be in the middle. Uh-huh. And what I mean by is it's like get out of the ditch and be up on the road. And it's at that place where I... It, I properly see who I am before the Lord, yeah. then I can actually, I think, properly handle resource. Excellent. And so that is, and then I know where it comes from. And so self-sufficiency, I just want to address that here. So um, so the arrogant and the pride. So here's some things that I think that just to kind of help flush out what we're talking about, here's things they might have opinions or how they might think. So they might, you know, tithe, they might have a, have a, a an understanding it's an a principle of mm-hmm. the kingdom on giving yeah but they're not generous uh-huh. Uh-huh. so they understand principles of tithing and giving but there's not a generosity probably or perhaps uh-huh. um, there's a strong judgmental eye for people who do not have money uh-huh. so there's a looking down at them because they have not worked hard they didn't pull right. themselves up by their bootstraps right. and, and, and and move on yeah a critical eye of people who are not li- who are not like them and men and have a minimal empathy for the poor yeah yeah so it's a little bit the same but there's no empathy there's no understanding for those who are poor mm-hmm. and i don't know the percentage but it 80 90 percent of the earth is poor is it? I mean, it's really high. Uh-huh. Like we're talking of the of the earth, and so uh-huh. that that is an arrogance. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just think people on Wall Street who have it. Mm-hmm. There is a pro. Is I mean, money is just wrapped around them, mm-hmm. and that's that's mm-hmm. you know. If I can um, do it, you can do it. What's your problem? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. They have this self-made woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man complex like mm-hmm. i've done it i made it on my own mm-hmm. and that's not a great place to be because um the truth is mm-hmm. it is god that gives power to make money yes. and, w- and we can touch that that idea but you the arrogance and the proud do not have that yeah <clears throat> it's good so here's what timothy says mm-hmm. excuse me here's what paul said to timothy first timothy 6 verse 17 command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty nor to be to trust in uncertain riches but in living but in the living god who gives richly all things for to to enjoy hmm. so he that's the strong language where yeah. paul says that uh-huh. i com- command those who are yes. rich um, in this age, not to be haughty or proud. So that's a huge issue mm-hmm. is the arrogance mm-hmm. of the pride. So let's go over to the flip side. Those that maybe have more of a poverty mentality. Here's mm-hmm. some stuff. Um, here's some th- just, you know, s- some phrases to help yeah. get what we're talking about. So resources are limited. 
um, and your your family's always uh, making decisions. We don't have enough from the perspective. We don't have enough money, right? Um, there, you know, just there will never be enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is where you constantly live. We will never have enough. You've um, made peace with lack. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Um, I just need to increase my revenue, and I will have enough. Uh huh. Um, if that is your your thinking, um, then I think you you don't properly understand who you mm-hmm. are and your um, how to manage finances. Because I I've had that thought in my yeah. life. Yeah, I just need to we just need to figure out how to get more money in here. Right. But what hit me like a sledgehammer, I mean, is just just the thought that majority of the people who win the lottery Uh that actually destroys their life. Yes. And so that tells us a lot that people don't properly, when money comes to me, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to, I don't know how to navigate and hold it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a huge sign to me that poverty mentality, when you touch money, and you get more money, you still can't properly manage it. Yes. So money so, is not the issue. Money is not the Mentality, issue. Mentality, heart posture is the issue. So you assign negative motives to people who are prosperous mm-hmm. and famous. You look at people who are prosperous and and you assign, well, they're not as godly as we are. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they're, they're, they're off. Um, Which, you live with the idea that something is always going to go away. Hit, hit pause on that for a minute. That is... Say that statement again. Um, you assign negative motives to people who who are prosperous. You know, I remember hearing phrases in my family, must be nice, they're rich, must be nice. Mm-hmm. And and I, I mean, my parents certainly weren't lazy. Blue collar for sure, not lazy. Uh-huh. Working hard, working a lot. Yeah. But it, it wasn't enough to make ends meet. It was difficult. Yeah. And there was a, a almost a disdain for the rich, yes. like they don't know what suffering is, yeah. and and as if everything was handed to them yeah. on a silver platter. Yes, and so and then you take that into our mentality as missionaries, and it's easy to assign self righteousness to ourselves Massively. when we're going without, and the way we comfort ourselves for not having, yeah. oh, we're doing this for the Lord. Yes. We've sacrificed everything for him. And, and that's a little terrifying. And I actually want to end on that. Yeah. We we have real um Yeah. We, like <clears throat> we have something to say on that topic. Yeah we do. Um you live with the idea that something's always going to go wrong. Um, you feel bad when you buy something nice. Uh huh. Um, that that month to month, just you know, we're living month to month, and then when something goes wrong, you're in, you're in kind of crisis mode. Yeah. Like, and things break. It's it's nothing. It's just things break. Mm-hmm. You always tell people around you you can't afford it. Yeah. And and that's something that I grew up with. Yeah. Is we you know we just we can't afford it. Um. Often that was what what I I heard and and that fed I think for me a lot of my my worldview yeah on specifically on money mm-hmm. and and the what I've noticed is that 
I, you know, my story would be a little bit more in the poverty mentality world. Mm -hmm. That's what I was raised in. Mm -hmm. And then you go from poverty mentality to being a missionary. Mm -hmm. Same, same thing, just different color Mm t-shirt. And so very much that would be how, what had formed my, Mm -hmm. my journey. Mm -hmm. Um, As you know, Jennifer. Yes, I do know. But, and so that it's with that poverty mentality that often then we misread, I think, scripture. Yeah. And so let's just, just for fun, mm-hmm. just for funsies. Love funsies. Let's have um, a good time here. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6, okay. verse 19. So this is Jesus. <clears throat> He's teaching on, it's a Sermon on the Mount. It's kind of mm-hmm. at the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. Verse 19, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth mm-hmm. where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. Mm-hmm. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Yeah. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to jump down to verse 24. No one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Yeah. So I approached that. Okay. My highest goal in life is to love God. Yeah. Um, as I was kind of growing in my understanding of the next age, eternity is forever. Mm-hmm. Man, I don't want to have not have treasure in heaven. Right. So I'm going to align myself with treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so then treasures on earth are bad. Right. That's the conclusion we That's draw. That's the conclusion I draw. Mm-hmm. And, and so having things, treasures, you know, when we don't really sit down and understand, think it through. Mm-hmm. So treasures in on earth are bad then. So uh-huh. thus things are bad. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. it, it just depends on where you land. Uh-huh. But if you don't properly if you approach the word and don't properly get it, but you approach it with a mentality mm-hmm. of poverty, mm-hmm. I think you can come to a wrong wrong conclusion on what's being said. And we know because we did. A hundred percent. I'm speaking from the place of history here. Yes. Like, no, no, don't have a savings account. That's trusting in, in your resources. Yes. No retirement. You know, just yep. all the things that we said and, and lived. And mm-hmm. anyway, I mean, I'm, the, our story isn't over. So I'm, I know we're not destined for, you know, living on the side of the street, but the Proverbs is filled with wisdom around money. Yes. And we didn't see that when we read this portion of scripture. We read this and went, give it all away, burn it all. It's nothing. Yes. And we shouldn't even think about it, care or want or desire anything. 100%. And I think we were off. Yes. Because that's, that's not what Jesus is saying here. Right. So talk about what he's saying. So what, and it's very, I mean, it, it's it's weighty and extremely important very. to understand. So yes. I'm not minimizing, but I want to properly understand it. Yes. And he's saying what then Paul said to Timothy is the love of money is a problem. Yeah. And so Paul said to Timothy, the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. Mm-hmm. So he is his comments here on the topic of money is i am 
more valuable than money, God is saying. Yeah. And and don't live with a vision to the vision of your life to be acquire things yeah. and to build up a treasure, to build up a life here. Don't do don't have Get, that as your goal. Right. It's have those things, but make sure your priority is correct. Yes. And so for me, it is the pursuit yes. of of money, of possessions, or it is the pursuit of God. That's uh-huh. what he's saying. What are you pursuing? Yes. What are you going after? What gets you out of the bed in morning and co- makes you work hard? Right. And so he is not saying here, do not have a savings account. Mm-hmm. He's not saying... Use wisdom and invest your money. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. not saying it is wrong to have money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not saying any of those things. Right. He, what he is saying is, what is your goal in life? Yeah. Where's your treasure? Where is where is that thing that you dream about? Right. And if it's money, it's fleeting. If it's the Lord, he's your great reward. It's eternal. Yep. And it's eternal. Yep. And But that is huge. Yep. I never, yeah, I thought it was heart posture, but I really thought it was you better have nothing. Yes. And that way you won't be corrupted. Yep. And that way you won't be distracted. And that's how you'll love God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Yes. And I was wrong. Yep. I was too. And it was, I think, birthed out of zeal. Yeah, and, yeah, and and real love for. It. No, yes. I'm locking into my pursuit in this age is to understand and to love and to know God. Yes. So that is still where I'm at. Yes. The amount of times that I have just the Lord's been convicting me over the years of the judgment I had towards people who had money. Yes. And assumed that they weren't as godly as I was. Yes. That's like, oh Self, my gosh. No, it's self-righteousness turns away God. Yes. He opposes the proud, yes. but gives grace to the humble. Yes. I have met many people that are very wealthy that love Jesus with all their heart. Yes. Oh yeah. Lots many. of them. Many, 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 many. And I actually have great respect for them. Yes. That that genuinely love the Lord and have really wrestled through stuff. Absolutely. Like great respect. Um, just, oh, so I just on. want to do another verse here. Yeah. Um, so this one, this one, and that's why sometimes it's just getting scriptures clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really important. Yeah. So, so first and f- first of all, um, let's look at, um, Luke chapter, um, hold on here. I'm trying to be, use my technology and it's just not working. <laughs> What's going on? Your, your technology is not working, bud? No. That's why you're supposed to hide the word in your heart, silly. Yeah. It's just not working. So here. So I, here, yeah. Luke 6, verse 20. Okay. So this is Luke's version, which is a shorter version mm-hmm. of the Sermon on the Mount. <clears throat> so the first to be added to this is, blessed are you poor. Mm-hmm. For yours is the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. That's Luke's version. Mm-hmm. Now, Matthew's version is blessed are the poor in spirit. Yeah. So that is a way different nuance. Yeah. And we have to really look at what is what is being said in Luke 6. We mm-hmm. can't just ignore it because we don't like it or we can't ignore it because we're not got, got it clear. Blessed are you poor. And... and um, that verse messes you up. Mm-hmm. 
because we have um, in history, church history, you know, in kind of different seasons where this vow of poverty has mm-hmm. been made. And I think the vow of poverty was made out of a a genuine love for God. Mm-hmm. And I want to actually um, partner with, with the poor. Yeah. And I don't think either of those are wrong. Right. I think a vow of poverty, but I do really want to know why you're doing that. Sure. And... I'm not looking at Mother Teresa going, oh my goodness, she was so self-righteous. Right. I'm looking at her going, wow. No, she... She was called by God to live that and, way. And and it's there's a, a lot in the Bible about the poor. Yes. So there's a ton there. Yeah. So, but what it comes down to for me here mm-hmm. is, and, and it's the blessed are the poor in spirit Yeah. in Matthew's version. And I think what Jesus was saying in both places mm-hmm. Is that you're not blessed more if you have less money. I don't believe that is what he's saying. Right. But I do, but that's how I've seen it at times. Yeah. And and I do believe he's saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the phrases in the scriptures take a little wrestling. Yeah. What does this exactly mean? And what's become clear to me is Jesus is saying, um, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who properly understand reality. And what I mean by that is poor in spirit is I, I understand my, in my human humanity, in my, my, this, this body I live in, I have massive need. Mm -hmm. And when compared to God and the distance between God and, and, and man is the chasm is, is enormous and we can't resolve it. Right, right. We have no ability to improve ourselves. Yes. We are in a state of absolute need. Yes. I'm talking, it has nothing to do with your bank account. It has to do with your state as a human being. Yeah. I need uh-huh. God and God does not need me. Right. We can't buy our way to the throne. There's no way. He laid aside everything, came back and bought us. Yes. And so I'm poor. I can't repay him. Yes. You know what I mean? And so... I love that the def the definition is the distance between. Yes. And to me, I also think of the the lack of the knowledge of God that I possess, but that that which is available. Yes. Like there's so much of God to discover, yep. to search out, to know, and what I have, I'm poor yes. compared to the riches that are available. Yes. It's unbelievable. And I think. You know, there's we're, we're running out of time here, and maybe we should just do this, do a, uh, episode two on this topic mm-hmm. because I just there's so much more I have to say. Yeah. Um, because let's do so. Stick around for the next week. Um, uh, next week's version. Um, because we're going to do a follow up. I hope you don't mind. I just did that on the fly. Oh, we don't um, mind, Wayne. But because there's a couple of other verses for me that I think it's it's I really kind of want to flush out because Jesus is very very bold, speaks a lot mm-hmm. on money. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's um, let's look at at uh, Brother Mark and uh, his uh, his thoughts. Marky on, Mark or the Gospel of Mark? The Gospel of Mark. Love it. Um, let's look at Mark here. Well, let's first of all, I'm going to, let's actually first go to Matthew 19, 23. Then Jesus said to his disciples, assuredly, I say to you that it is hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. So Jesus is going, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. Hmm. When the disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, who then can be saved? Mm -hmm. But Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible. Mm -hmm. But with God, all things are possible. Yes. And so it's very important, I think, here, just here's what being said. So it's not saying rich men won't be in heaven. Mm -hmm. It's not saying uh, that rich people um, cannot find God. Mm -hmm. And it's not being said that your wealth defines you. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of that's being said. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is making it very clear here. Money is powerful Mm -hmm. and it's really difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's a problem. Yeah. And but with God, things, with God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. So now let's look at Mark's version of this. Yeah. And the disciples who were astonished at his words, verse, uh, Mark 10, 24, but Jesus answered and said to him, children, how hard is it for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? And, but Jesus looked up and said, with men it is impossible, but not with God. With God all things are possible. That kind of opens that scripture up in a very uh, profound light. way. Yeah. Like, whoa. Oh, so it's about the motivation of the heart. Yes. It's about the confidence I put in my own resources. Yes. I mean, it's huge. Yes. So that's where... You know, it's very clear. Matthew says um, a rich man. Mm -hmm. Mark says it is for those who trust in riches. It's really hard to find God. Yeah. And so that's where, but when you you come with a a little bit of a poverty mentality and you read um, Mark, excuse Mm -hmm. me, Matthew's version, a rich man, you think, well, I am going to be saved. I'm going to live and love mm-hmm. God all my life. This is what I'm going after. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a, des- I mean, I don't want money. I don't want anything mm-hmm. because I want, et- to, I want eternity. I yeah. love Jesus. Yeah. That's what's important. Yeah. And, and, and I love Mark. He opens it up. He goes, no, for those who actually put their trust in money, Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous place to live. Mm-hmm. And I believe what Mark has recorded there is the same thing that is in Matthew 19. Where's your treasure? Yeah. And so um, I I want to be real clear here. Money is powerful. Yeah. I think money is neutral. Mm-hmm. Money's not wrong, but it's not right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's neutral. Mm-hmm. And it's how I approach it. It's how I look at it will depict how I'm going to interact with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think maturity in the heart of a believer yeah. is actually being able to have wealth and manage it according to Bible, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. according to the scriptures. Mm-hmm. That's where I, I, mm-hmm. I think a believer is called to walk. Yeah, and then, and then we can get into this even next week, but the idea that, that the promise over Abraham's, you, you are blessed to be a blessing, mm-hmm. What does that mean? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. And the idea that I am blessed, so thus I'm, I need to bless others. Mm-hmm. So there's that management of finances, yeah. i.e. the management of wealth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been fun. It's super fun, Dwayne. Hey, and appreciate it. No, it's good. been uh, It's been a lot of fun. 
Um, but I, I do want you to wrestle with this. This mm-hmm. to me is mm-hmm. because it, it has real ramifications on how you live. It does. And, and because if you understand who you are before God, I believe there's a maturity that comes where you can handle power mm-hmm. and, and power is, and money's power. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a, 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 an authority with money. Yeah. You, it, not saying money has authority, but when you have it, you have authority yeah. in certain arenas. So, so those are our thoughts. More thoughts to come, you guys. Life Stay changing. tuned. Life changing. All hey. right. Ciao, ciao.